I talk a lot, a lot about harmony and uh, unity consciousness, this experience of being one with all things and how that practically connects us to being effective in the world, creating peaceful, harmonious activities and energies and situations. And not just being in harmony, but harmonizing. Um, so the other day I was I was asked where I learned this or what tradition I came to this understanding, this experience of unity consciousness, this this spiritual experience. Um, so for me, there were a series of different traditions I studied in. I, I did a lot of my study through yoga, um, through the Anandamaga tradition, and came to an experience of the divine and and love of all things through that, which um, was less enjoyable for me than for many others. So I kept looking for something more. Um, but the tradition that really opened me up to, to understanding what it is that worked for me and, and what it is that I was missing was actually the Taoist tradition. So I had a teacher, a Taoist Qigong and Kung Fu teacher, who taught relaxation as the key principle in his class. He would say at the beginning of the class, relax, don't think about anything, don't, and no, it wasn't don't think about anything, it was more relax, don't uh, think about something else, that's what he said. I don't want to see anyone concentrating. And um, so, so this idea that you can deepen your spirituality by relaxing into it rather than by trying to force it was a, a really radical idea for me at the time. Um, and I took it on very strongly and I've, I used it as the principle that I built the other uh, other further developments in my life on. Um, I still think feel it's a very important principle. But um, in the end, that, that experience of unity consciousness was just came out of my own meditation and introspection. Um, I spent a lot of time just sitting in the couch looking at myself and my mind and my consciousness. And, and um, it was this realization that I could let go of love and loving things and allow myself to go to somewhere deeper, to somewhere where I love you becomes I am you becomes we are and becomes the joy. Um, so, so yeah, the yoga tradition, I, I went through other traditions in the time as well. Um, a lot of study of spiritual healing and and some exploration of Christianity, though not much at that point. Um, but I did have found since, since I have moved on to having an understanding of unity consciousness and, and starting to explore it from the perspective of someone who kind of understands what I'm talking about rather than someone who's completely lost, as I was before then, um, that, that there is a, a core 
a thread that runs through all of the spiritual traditions. All of the great spiritual traditions have a thread of unity consciousness. It's, it's not, not foreign to any of them. So um, there is a thread of unity consciousness in the Taoist tradition. And there is a thread in yoga, and there is a thread in Buddhism, and in Christianity, Judaism, all of the major traditions, and many of the minor traditions as well. Um, but if I just focus on the major traditions, then you can kind of see this playing out in, in, the, in the great masters of all of these traditions. Um, you get yogis who, who have this experience of oneness and, and become the great gurus that we see and hear about so much. And you get um, the great saints of Christianity. If you read the stories of St. Francis, for example, um, he very much expresses uh, in his life the journey towards unity and the experience of unity. Um, and similarly you get uh, saints of Judaism and Islam and all of the traditions. The great masters really do have this experience of oneness. And when you listen to them talk, it's really amazing how, the, I mean, when I say listen to them talk, sometimes talk, but often read their writings and read what they've said, it's really interesting how much they agree with each other. So the mystical descriptions that they have of unity of the divine of God are much the same across all the traditions, even though they had no no really experience or knowledge of the others' traditions. Um, they didn't have the benefit of all the communication technology we have today. And so many of these great masters said the same thing from completely different parts of the world, knowing nothing about each other. So it really shows the universality of this, this unity experience. Um... But at the same time, there are threads of all dualistic non-unity in all of the traditions as well. There's plenty of yoga that is about devotion to your guru that is about simply um, exercising the body without much spiritual element to it at all. Uh, at all, There's similarly plenty of Christianity that is keeps yourself separate from God and the same with the other traditions. There's Buddhism that is very much into inner peace in a way that is not connected to all things. Is simply is is actually a sort of disconnected, keeping yourself separate. There's um, Judaism has a lot of fear of God in it, but it also has a strong tradition of devotion and love of God in there as well, and 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 all kinds of ranges of other things on it, in it. All of the great traditions have a whole series of ways that they express and ways that they're, they are practiced. And so I've come to believe in unity consciousness. I've come to believe in this as something that we need for our society and for ourselves and that it has in it resolutions to a lot of the problems that we're seeing in the world at the moment. Problems in relationships, problems in how do we come into harmony with nature, problems with conflicts in the world, um, all kinds of economic and social issues.
So I see that this unity consciousness has the ability to to resolve those and that it's really important that we do take our experience and our practice to that level of unity consciousness. Um, but which tradition we do it through, there's many traditions and there's many ways. However, that thread of unity consciousness that exists in all of them is a little bit lost, is, is difficult to find. And so I think there is a, is a job that we have on our hands to find that thread of unity consciousness and to, to bring it out into the light, to, to be able to show that people this path, this is the way to unity consciousness, the easy way to get there. Um, at the moment, people who are searching can find it if they look hard enough, but many will go part of the way and then not go any further because the, the, the tradition is not obvious, it's not easy to find. Um, so, so this becomes quite a job because every one of the traditions needs its own development, it needs its own way of expressing that in its own way of um, explaining and teaching. So in Buddhism there's a particular approach of sitting and focusing on awareness. Um, and the teaching is done a lot through presence and so it requires teachers who really understand this kind of unity to have that presence to be able to teach it, and, and also to create traditions and teachings and understandings that really focus on that unity. Buddhism is actually one of the simpler ones because it is is mostly about uh, there's at least branches of Buddhism that is very much about personal experience and not about a particular practice, and that means that it allows a lot of freedom for people to find their own way, and for a teacher who is inspired to be able to guide. Um, but uh, if you take yoga, for example, yoga has a very specific practices, and those practices create specific effects on the mind. And so in order for us to practice unity consciousness through yoga, we need very specific guidelines about how to do that, and we need to learn it in the way that it is going to approach unity, consciousness and harmony. Um, Ananda Marga is the tradition that I grew up with and this is actually a, an attempt to reform the yoga slash Hindu tradition and turn it into something that teaches unity consciousness. And In many cases it's very effective, in some areas it's, it falls short. Um, and so even that although it's, it becomes very close to being a great teaching of unity consciousness, it needs to be developed, it needs to be um, a kind of spiritual science applied to figuring out what's the best ways to teach and the best ways to and to making sure that things are done at a very high standard. Um, Christianity, in the Christian tradition there is the, the unity consciousness is found mostly in the Latin chant, in the old Gregorian chants, um, before the, the church was translated into the common language, when we were, when we were practicing in Latin, singing in Latin. Kyrie, 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 Kyr
it was very um, very beautiful and that beauty is an experience of that unity consciousness so I would like to see in the Christian tradition um, uh, movement back to the Latin chant or if not then would need to be some kind of new development in the Christian tradition that that creates unity in a different way. Um, in Judaism, there are many, many practices as well. It's also very specific. The the Torah itself, which is where Judaism is based, is the the first five books of the Bible in the original Hebrew is called the Torah. Um, the Torah on which it's based is very, very much an expression of unity consciousness. When you read it, it really brings you into the unity consciousness. Um, but a lot of the the practices that come out of that are kind of interpreted out of that and the rabbinical ideas that the, the, the rabbis have developed about how you practice things. Um, they're, they're a combination of many different opinions and some of them are from rabbis who really did understand this unity consciousness and, and it's very clear in in seeing the practices that there are there were people who understood and developed systems that were effective but there are also plenty who didn't and so there's a kind of strange mixture of very very effective practices with ones that have a, a bit more disturbing on the on the system so in in Judaism also there would be a need to really refine the, the systems to create something that is is really bringing the, the most harmonious, united approach to that spiritual tradition. Um, what about the other ones? Buddhism, we talked about. Islam. So um, the original teachings of Muhammad are very much based in unity. And Islam is very keen to keep those original teachings and so it has a very strong thread of unity in it. Um, the problem is hadith, which is the um, looking at what Muhammad did in his life and using that as a guide for how we should live our lives, which which can can go either way. It can be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, the problem is that we don't really understand why Muhammad did the things in his life and we don't always actually know precisely what he did. And so the practices that come out of Hadith are, are arguable and uncertain what kind of um, effect they have on the system. Muhammad's teachings, original teachings, were very much created to create a very particular effect. And adding in other teachings and other practices makes it a bit more um, complicated to get that same effect. It can can muddy the waters. So it would be really good. Either Islam could could cut the idea of hadith out, or if that's too hard, would have to kind of apply a, a more scientific approach to looking at the effect of hadith and how we can do those practices in a way that is going to have a really positive effect. Um, so we see the similar theme in all of the traditions. There is a need for a kind of spiritual science and a, 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 a look at how do we do our spirituality and what effect does it have and does it bring us to that unity conscious or not, consciousness or not.
Um, so this is uh, something that is a little bit beyond what I think I can achieve in my lifetime by myself. This is where I need partners and people to help me out. I need people to work with me in creating these different traditions, these ways of teaching, to in, in exploring, creating kind of scientific approach to understanding spiritual traditions, writing books about it, and creating a kind of, uh, both a, a united field of spiritual science and also particular teachings that are based in different traditions. Some of them would be these major traditions that I've been talking about, and others would be other meditation teachings and traditions that are good quality things that are bringing us to unity consciousness that could be done through so many different ways. I, I haven't even mentioned the pagan and shamanic ways, which I, I greatly respect. Um, so this is uh, one of the areas that I'm really passionate about developing, and I think it's kind of like foundational for a lot of the social work that needs to happen in the world in order for us to do all of the other work, we need to have leaders who have an experience of unity consciousness. And in order for us to have those leaders, we need people to be able to learn, to choose to educate themselves towards unity and harmony, and to have the, the ability to learn that, the ability to take those steps. So it's something that is... Um, it, it needs to be formalized, guided, somehow created a system that is more effective and easier to take the steps to become at one with all things connected in harmony and to be able to then take that back out into their lives and create harmonious lives for themselves and the people around them.